This is the 77 WABC minicast. Listening to the Greg Kelly Show. Well, wasn't that great hearing from the president? Uh, he's kind of still here. All right, it wasn't President Trump. It was Jason Scoop, the brilliant comedian from Long Island. Folks, you can see him at the uh, Addison Improv. That's in Dallas, Texas. If you're down there, uh, Tuesday. That's January thirtieth. Uh, man, I would. I haven't seen you live yet, Jason Scoop. Mm-hmm. Your videos are awesome. Anyway, welcome. How are you? Great stuff. I'm great. It is great to be here. Had a good time doing the the Trump impersonation. It, Go ahead. It, it is it is remarkable. What is the essence of it? Why do you get it so I don't know what it is. It's what is the essence that you actually Oh, the positivity thing, right? It's He's positive. Positivity, but also with anyone else. Um my technique cuz every impressionist has a different technique on how they get to the impression. And I would say I'm an energy guy. You know, you could say someone has good energy. Someone's got bad energy. I could sense people's energy. And the way I construct an impression is I capture the person's essence first, and then the voice just comes. Yeah. The voice just comes. Huh. Yeah. So, all right, not only Trump, but you've got the mayor down pretty good. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> we on the Eric. Excuse me. We on the Greg <laughs> Kelly show. We out here Greg Kelly in. We got the microphone. We micing, right? <laughs> we on the microphone. We micing. So look, when you doing an Eric Adams impression, the first thing is, right, we talk about essence. We essence him. He's always like, the city could be burning. He got a smile on his face. <laughs> he always smiling because he feels good. He feel good in. And another thing is, is he a hype man, but also he don't like INGs. Or like any any instead of anything is anything we anything in he doesn't pronounce anything no no we anything in we anything in on the Greg Kelly show we Greg Kellyan we Greg Kellyan you know and by the way you got to be a little bit I mean I once tried it I'm like one one hundredth what you got but somebody said you know you really want to be careful you're white you're imitating a black person has anybody ever like red flag that very few people like for instance um well, i would i have a good cat williams and he's sort of made a big splash this year i don't know if you're familiar yeah. good evening ladies and gentlemen <laughs> cat williams cat williams is an african-american and um I, I used to post a lot of cat williams videos and, and most of the black uh audience just loved it there'd be i would say one out of every 30 positive comments would be like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, so we're just letting this white guy take our culture? But then that person would get attacked by the rest of the, the black audience. We're like, hey, hey, you got to calm down. Like, it's good fun. If anything, he goes, it's an homage. He didn't use any bad words. Uh, you know, so. It's an homage. I love it. Listen, we got to see you. I wish I could get to Dallas next week. <laughs> Tuesday. Addison Improv. Hey, you should check out the Sixth Floor Museum while you're there. You know, Kennedy was shot in Dallas. Yes. Are you into that at all? I'm, uh, uh, I am used to be obsessed. As a teenager, I, became, I had a little phase. You know, we all go through phases. A, a Kennedy assassination obsession phase. Yeah, I think uh, Kennedy was not ca- killed by Oswald. I, I used to think Oswald did it by himself. I think others. And by the way, you are welcomed in the halls of government. Uh, I saw you down there hanging with our man, Congressman Santos. Georgie you- boy! What's going on with him and you, and how did you guys become friends? Okay, so uh, 
to answer the first part of the question, we're still buddies. We're pals. Uh, we talk. I don't see him all the time. Uh, we used to, you know, when he was still a member of Congress, he used to call me on his drive home from work and we'd chat. He would debrief with me. I guess I was a guy he felt comfortable confiding in and vice versa. Um, but look, you know, George is dealing with a lot. Uh, I wish him well. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, he's, he's a divisive figure, I guess, but I don't think he's so, yeah, I see you shaking your head. He's very likable. Yeah. He is extremely likable. I think, look, I mean, it sounds crazy or naive, whatever. I think he's got a good heart. I don't necessarily, yeah. So, you know, they've said a lot of things about him. He should not have been ejected from Congress. I, that, that was totally outside of protocol procedures, their own standards. Insane. So I think he's a good guy, and the, the, the jury hasn't ruled, and we all know that the prosecutor is a little bit crazy and taken with themselves lately. Right. Um, Innocent until proven guilty. Amen. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Levittown in Long Island. How, what was your, uh, how did you get into this? What, did you like grow up, I, I want to be like uh, that guy? Was it somebody on TV? How did you uh, decide this? Well, it, it, it's it's funny. I, I knew I wanted to be a comedian in sixth grade. I, well, that's when I started watching Seinfeld. And as you know, in the beginning of every episode, he would do stand-up. And really, I wanted a show. I said, I want to have a show like that. So then I planned, okay, I'm going to have a show. I started writing out on a, on a little marble notebook. This is my show. And, you know, it's six, I'm like 11. And then I thought a little bit more. I'm like, well, well how did Jerry get his show? Oh, he started as stand-up. So then all throughout high school, I kept telling people, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to be a comedian. And then that summer, after I graduated, I went to my first open mic. And it's been quite a long journey. Uh, there's been some ups and downs, a whole roller coaster ride, but I, I couldn't be happier with where I'm at right now. You know, my wife every now and then sees me on Instagram and looking at your stuff, and she said the other day, boy, that gives you great comfort, doesn't it? And it does. There's something, it's like, it's just such a treat. It really is to look at your videos. By the way, how, what is your handle? I, I already follow you, so I don't have to sure. look up your handle. Jason Scoop, how do people find you on Instagram and other socials? It's at Jason Scoop on Instagram, and then on YouTube and uh, TikTok. It's uh, at Jason Scoop Comedy, and Twitter is at Jason Scoop. Although I'm not as active on Twitter, I uh, I just th- see Twitter as just such a it's such a nasty place. It can be, yeah. But you know what? That's like it's like going there. It's where you have an argument. You know that going into it. Yeah. You know. So yes. and there are people who are looking for that. Yeah. I kind of enjoy it. I used to. My wife has taken over the account. Sure, sure. It's okay. made it totally sanitized. And, sure. All right. So, and the other thing I wanted to ask you, when you're in that, when you're in the uh, improv club, when you're at the Addison, what if the energy of the club, like, let's say you're not the headliner, let's okay. say it's open mic or whatever, and the energy of the room is resistant or the energy of the room is flat and you talk, you're very attuned to energy. How do you yeah. overcome that? Is there... How do you break the ice? Are there just some rooms? You can feel the energy of okay. the room, right? I have, a, I have the exact response. The, okay. I would abandon all material. I would stop doing material and address the – if the crowd stinks, I'd be like, man, you guys – maybe not overtly say they stink, but I'd maybe start talking to them to break them open. Oh, what do you do for like – you know, it's like sales. You want to make people feel comfortable. You want to fly. That's how I'd win them over. And then once I win them over through crowd work – Boom. If I feel good enough, we'll get back to the material. Yeah. But if I feel like they're resistant, I'm not just going to like keep going through la di da di da like I'm hitting notes like a dancer and one and two and three. No, 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 no. I'll stop any prepared material that I have and just look them right in the eye. So what do you do for a living? Okay, if you didn't like that, well, you know, and sort of crack the coconut that way. One of the, I love it. So, um, and the other thing is this. 
is a Jason Scoop show. Let's say you have a show at eight o'clock and another at uh, eleven o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. You guys do that. Mm-hmm. For a lot of comedians, I've always wanted to go to two shows to see if they're exactly alike. My sense is that most of them, it is exactly alike. For most comics, it's exactly alike. I uh, tend to change it up a little bit because obviously I have my prepared set material that I know works, but I might alter a little word or a little something because you know what? You could also get bored with your own material. Mm -hmm. You could get bored with your own jokes. Uh, Great comedian Bill Burr. Bill Burr! You know, that's another impression that I do. <laughs> Bill Burr was like, yeah, he's like, I write a lot. He goes, it's not out of work ethic. He goes, I just start to hate my own material. <laughs> so, and like I said, I'm an energy guy. So, yeah, I tweak little things with certain things just to keep it fresh in my own mind. And then when it's when I'm enjoying telling it, the audience enjoys it more. You know what I mean? 